You're listening to VIP Niche Ideas with your host, Glenn Alsop. Glenn Alsop of ViperChill.com. In the only podcast on this topic, each episode will inspire you with niche marketing and website ideas you can use to take your online projects to the next level. Here's your host. Here's your host. Hello there and welcome to VIP Niche Idea number three. And this one is how I would get to $100,000 per month with a brand new blog in 2015. So on a niche idea three now, the worst thing you can do when looking to have success online is to jump from project to project without giving any idea a chance to be successful. So if you already have some web project you're serious about and focused on, please don't let ideas like what I'm going to talk about today to distract you. Instead, please try to view these updates as inspiration for marketing ideas monetization options, and angles you can take with your current project. So today, as always, I will start the show by telling you what you're going to learn in this episode. Today you will learn the only niche I would enter if I was to start a brand new blog today, the steps I would take to turn that blog into a $100,000 per month source of revenue, how spending $397 for a one-hour phone call with an unproven marketer was totally worth it. So while you may assume assume that because the headline for this episode contains the word blogging, I'm going to tell you how to reach those income figures in any industry, that is sadly not the case. This episode is just going to focus on a very specific niche that only a few people will be able to have success with. There are literally only about 100 places available on the entire web for people to be successful with this angle. A lot less if you only include the English language. Really. I know it would be nice if all the ideas I share, you could apply them to all people in all industries, but I just couldn't do that with this topic. However, I think it would be a shame not to share something I would love to do myself just because not everyone can make money from it. After all, I still have an idea that I don't have time to implement and the income potential here is through the roof. So the headline for this episode was inspired by Neil Patel of quicksprout.com. A Vibachill reader actually reached out to me recently and asked me, what I thought of his challenge to make $100,000 per month with a brand new blog. I hadn't seen his goal prior to being asked about it, but found the concept interesting. Now, Neil hasn't started the challenge yet, so there's not much to say on how he's going to tackle things. But if he truly isn't going to leverage his current audience in any way, and the site is not just going to make money from advertising and not really blogging, then I think he has one hell of a challenge on his hands. I don't think his industry choice will let him down, though. Neil is attempting to reach $100,000 per month revenue in 12 months from a blog in the nutrition industry. Fat loss and dieting has to be one of the top three industries online for making money. So a subset of that no doubt has a potential audience for him to reach those income goals. Now the hard part, of course, is whether or not Neil will stick to it. I have this kind of bad feeling that he liked the idea of doing his project far more than he'll enjoy working on his case study site. Unless he totally loves that industry, works on the site pretty much full-time, which he can't because he runs a lot of other businesses, and knows some big secrets nobody else does, it will be a massive struggle. Of course, I hope he does succeed, because in doing so, without leveraging his current audience or wealth, would surely teach me, you, and countless others some things we didn't know about blogging and internet marketing. If I was going to challenge myself to reach $100,000 per month this year, so in less than eight months, from blogging 2015 what would i do well i wouldn't be building a nutrition well i wouldn't be building a nutrition blog because i have very little interest in that topic instead 
I would build a blog to teach people about a specific ad platform and become the quote-unquote guru for that network. Why? Because on networks like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, the latter two rolling out more this year, advertisers will be spending hundreds of millions and even billions of dollars to create profitable campaigns for themselves and clients. There will be zero hesitation on their part to put money towards educating themselves about a specific network, especially if that education can lower their ad spend, increase conversions, or all of the above. What's $1,000 on a training course when they're spending $5,000 per week on ads anyway? Just three sales per day and you've hit $100,000 per month. Of course, there's a bit more to it than some simple, simple, maybe hopeful math. So let's get into some detail. So the first example I want to give is Ad Espresso. They are a SaaS, that's software as a service company, that allows you to customize your current Facebook campaigns. It wouldn't be fair to say they've made their income from their blog because it's clearly not the main focus of their site, but their blog is a great example of how to give massive value to readers and then enlighten them on your related services. Uh, just a side note, if you want to go check out any Im images and graphics or anything that I talk about in today's episode, you can go to viperchill.com forward slash private dash niche, that's N-I-C-H-E dash blogging, and you can go see everything here. Now, trying to become the next Facebook expert through blogging is probably not worth it by now. Sure, you could start a blog on Facebook advertising and attempt to become the guru for that platform, but it will not be easy. For starters, most of the things you're going to write about will have been written before. Where I think the beauty lies in this niche ideas update today is the available seats on the experts panel for other networks where people are spending or are about to spend unfathomable amounts of money. They include platforms like Twitter. Their ad platform has been around for a while, but there has yet to emerge a guru in this space. Pinterest, the fastest growing social network just for women, and they only started rolling out their ad platform in the last few weeks. Instagram, their potential income is worth billions to Facebook, so expect this advertising platform to become huge in late 2015, early 2016. Snapchat, if they decide to monetize their millions of users via ads, that could be a great opportunity here. Line, this chat app has just passed 400 million users and their timeline feature is starting to see more ads being ran there. AdWords, I don't really have to say much about the size of Google's network. Despite its age, I think there are still opportunities here. LinkedIn, this one is huge because everyone knows they have a highly valuable audience, but it's difficult to target them on a small budget. Blogging, many different advertising networks like buy sell ads and pay for posts exist to take advantage of blog traffic. Reddit, the star from niche idea at number one, episode one, reaches tens of millions of people per day, yet the web is very quiet on the ad platform. And the last one, last on my list, is StumbleUpon. Probably last because they probably least due to traffic quality, there are still some good opportunities due to their huge user base. Now that you have a grasp of the niche I would enter myself in order to build a successful blog and the limited but very, very exciting angles available, let's look at one in a little more detail. People who are killing it with a Facebook advertising focused community. So example number one is Mari Swift, Mari Smith, the quote unquote queen of Facebook. In the last few years, I've came across the name Mari Smith on various blogs, but never associated her with Facebook until doing additional research for this series. As it turns out, she managed to brand herself as the queen of Facebook, and many marketing sites are happy to call her that. Buffer, the popular software as a service tool that allows you to find the best times to share your content on social media, 
featured her story of going from $50 in her pocket to over 500,000 social media followers. In the interview with her, it's interesting to see just how much was going on in her life when she decided to make a real go of advertising on Facebook. She said, It was clear that my marriage was coming to an end right around the time I got introduced to Facebook and decided to switch from online marketing to Facebook marketing. In her comments later, it's clear she has a good grasp of the network and the problems people face when looking to use it. She also says, I think the challenge is that people are not having enough of a shift of mindset to just be able to accept, okay, Facebook is paid to play now, I need to get smart about ads, I need to get some training, set aside a budget for it. One of my favorite podcasters, John Lee Dumas, also had her on his show and of course used that moniker, Queen of Facebook. Her own Facebook page, that's facebook.com forward slash Mari, M-A-R-I, Smith, is just shy of 150,000 fans, as I say this to you. And I especially like that she's more than happy to regularly share the links of her quote-unquote competitors, which really just enforces her authority status on the platform. I couldn't find anything public about Mari's income from her guru-like status around Facebook advertising, but let's just say she undoubtedly makes a very healthy full-time income from her knowledge of the platform. After all, three of the four products she sells on her website are Facebook-related, and just the first two I clicked on will both set you back $225. If you decide to put this into action, I recommend looking at other places she's been able to get people talking about her on the web because it's clearly working. So another example here is John Luma and $397 I paid for a phone call. The first name I think of when it comes to people who have made themselves known as, a face, as an expert on Facebook advertising is John Luma. John has put years of hard work into his site to make it the ultimate, ultimate resource for all things Facebook. He not only covers the dimensions your images should be on ads and handy infographics, but also goes into strategy, like whether buying likes is even worth it when organic reach is down. While I don't really like to estimate what people are making without some official numbers to back it up, I'll take a stab and say that John is doing around $50,000 profit minimum per month from his authoritative status on Facebook advertising. My number doesn't just come from knowing he has a huge audience, that's 85,000 Facebook likes who are very active, but because of his skills in selling his many products through video and webinars. Now here are just a few of the things that generate revenue for John via his site. A 45-minute phone consultation for $497. A power editor training course for $297. A course called Facebook Marketing at Advanced University for $147. A website retargeting course for $147. And a monthly membership product that costs $97 a month. Now here's probably the most interesting part for all of you who think this idea has potential, but you're not sure if you can become an expert in one of these networks. I paid John $397 for a phone call without seeing a single profitable campaign that he has ran. I have read dozens of blog posts on his site, but I've never seen any mention of him talking about making a lot of money from fake Facebook advertising outside of Facebook advertising. While that is the case, the phone call with him was totally worth it to me. He didn't give me any hidden secrets about Facebook that they reserve for a special few or anything like that, but simply enlightened me about features of their platform I either didn't know about or didn't know how to use. If you're going to have success with this, you don't have to do much more than that. I'm spending thousands of dollars per month on Facebook ads. If you show me just one thing about the platform that can help me, I'll perceive your time and advice as very valuable. 
Another example here, allfacebook.com acquired by web media brands and then Adweek. When researching for this episode, the first example I wanted to give you was for a site that covered Facebook in depth called allfacebook.com. I remember a few years ago, I used to read their site quite a lot. It always came up at the top of Google search results for anything Facebook related, particularly around Facebook ads. I was quite surprised to see that the site in its old format no longer exists, but there is a happy ending. The company was the flagship property of Nick O'Neill's Social Times brand, which was purchased by web media brands. I can't work out how or where Adweek come into this, but it looks like Social Times brand is now an Adweek property. When push- pushing for juicy information about the acquisition, here's what TechCrunch had to say. O'Neill couldn't comment on the acquisition price, but says that he is pleased with the deal. All we know is that he was given the resources to hire at least 10 more full-time writers so that acquisition fee would probably have made any of us listening to this very wealthy people. After all, web media brands are no small company. Just prior to their acquisition of allfacebook.com and the smaller alltwitter.com, they sold just the domain name internet.com for $18 million. So last, uh, second last example here, a $500,000 investment in Ad Espresso, who I talked about just before. Um, they're not really a blogging company. So while they did receive $500,000 $500, seed investment in 2013, I'm not going to lie and tell you that was probably because of their awesome Facebook-focused blog. They offer a service which allows small to medium business owners to optimize their Facebook campaigns. However, they do have a really great blog as well, and there's no doubt it has been successful at attracting new users to their service. There's no reason you can't start out with a blog on Facebook or Instagram or Reddit and then venture out into software yourself either. That's the beauty of this idea. Position yourself as an expert, reap the rewards from social and search traffic, then promote whatever you like to that audience. Who knows, you might be creating the next ad roll, $89 million in investment for Facebook marketing, all perfect audience, backed by Y Combinator with a similar offering. So a strange topic now is Dark Profits 1.0, $50,000 a week, and maybe a $5.5 million launch. Uh, so I know that's kind of strange intro, uh, but throughout this series, I really want to refrain from covering anything that is specifically make money online related. I will never tell you go and start an internet marketing blog to teach other people internet marketing, though, of course, you're free to do so. This reasoning is primarily why I'm putting this dark post profits example last, as it's a product aimed at teaching people how to make money online with Facebook advertising. That being said, I, be- I believe the creators of the product, which is now in version 2.0 and around $500, have had a large majority of their financial success outside of teaching how to make money online. My business partner, Diggy, purchased their Dark, Pro- Dark Post Profits 2.0 product and actually told me about them because he believes they talked about doing over $5,000 in sales on the launch of their last product, Dark Profits 1.0, which sold for $1,000. However, he can't remember where he saw that and I guess if I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to find some information on it. Actually, uh, since I originally wrote this article, Chris Record, the creator of uh, Dark Profits, confirmed to me that they they did more than half a million dollars in their first launch. So if you want to go see uh, my amendment to the article again, vibechill.com forward slash private dash niche dash blogging. So here's here's the thing that I really don't get. Facebook clearly has all of these experts making a ton of money. Where are the Twitter guru bloggers? Really, where are they? Twitter is only second to Facebook in the English-speaking social network stakes and has 288 million active users. While there are tens of thousands of generic blog posts on the web about how to make use of Twitter advertising, 
There is not one person that I can find focusing solely on helping people to master their advertising network. It's not like the advertising platform hasn't taken off or anything. Thanks to VentureBeat, we can see how many millions are being sent their way for advertising opportunities on the side. While the social networking giant's user growth is slowing, it said today its ad sales for the fourth quarter was $432 million, up 97% year over year. Twitter also said it had total revenues of $479 million for quarter four. In its quarter four earnings release, which the company put out just a few minutes ago, Twitter said its global ad revenues for the quarter came in at $2.37 per thousand timeline views, its standard engagement metric. That was up 60% from a year earlier. That is huge. These numbers are insane. Yet, I can't find a single blog dedicated to mastering Twitter advertising like you can with Facebook. Now, just let me say this one more time if it totally hasn't sunk in yet. Even though $5.3 million is being spent on Twitter advertising every single day, I can't find a single person who has emerged as an expert trying to help people to get the most out of their ad spend. Think about that. That is ridiculous. If I had nothing else going on, that would be my sole focus for the rest of this year. In just a month or two, I believe I could figure out enough about the platform and the network that first-time advertisers had no clue about, which would position me as a guru in advertising on their platform. While a lot of that advice will be given away for free to give value to my audience and show my credibility, you can bet I would keep some of that back for paid membership sites, video courses, private consulting, and the like. And since I put in the time to figure it out, I deserve it. Remember, just one idea in this episode could mean the difference between failure and success in your online business journey. Keep that in mind for the second half of this VIP Niche Ideas podcast episode. So here is my recommended approach to hitting $100,000 per month this year with a Twitter slash Pinterest slash Instagram, whatever you want, any of those networks I mentioned at the start. So again, what I always want to do in this series, I'm really trying to put so much value into this podcast and I really hope you subscribe and leave reviews and tell your friends, please do that if they're looking to get started online. I'm not just going to give you an idea and say, hey, start a Twitter blog. No, I'm, I'm going to go into it in a lot of detail, give you actionable steps uh, for, for where you should go after that. So earlier in this episode, I listed a few more opportunities for this angle, a lot of other industries, such as creating a blog ready to be possible for a Snapchat advertising platform, helping advertisers get more out of line, or helping people who spend money who stumble upon. To be totally honest with you, I would ignore them. Why waste money on getting ready for Snapchat advertisers if they may monetize the app with paid features or a subscription service like Tinder? Line are very secretive about their ad prices and advertiser results, so even getting your own data to test would be very difficult. And while StumbleUpon did $40 million in revenue in 2013, it's estimated only a very tiny fraction of that as profits, meaning they just aren't reaching enough advertisers who have found value in their platform. The big five that I would focus on if you're interested in doing this are either Pinterest, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I can't recall a single notable example of people dedicating blogs to these advertising platforms and doing it well. Pinterest and Instagram might have obvious reasons why, are there, why there are no dedicated advertising blogs. They aren't fully live yet, but they will be eventually. As an aside, I know there are big social networks in other countries that people use, such as QQ in China and Badu for Latin audiences. 
if there are other opportunities for you to do this well in your own country or your own language, feel free to do so. In fact, I highly recommend it as it will be easier to position yourself as an expert. If, no, if one network or angle, media buying on blogs, for example, comes to mind and you're ready to roll with this, here would be my plan of attack. So step number one, you must spend money on that ad platform. If you're going to be perceived as an expert in any correct interpretation of the word, you cannot base your advice and recommendations on secondhand sources. While I agree there are other things people have uncovered about certain ad platforms that you will find useful, you have to be testing things for yourself. For example, you're going to look really stupid if you start a blog about Twitter advertising and tell people to sign up for an ad account and assure them they can have their first ad running in minutes. As many people may have found out when trying to use Twitter ads, you need to have an active account for quite a while first before you will be approved as an advertiser. After a few ads have been approved, your ads will start to go live instantly without any approval. This is unlike Reddit ads, Facebook ads, or any other network I've worked with when working on a low budget. These are the kind of details and cool things you learn by being an active advertiser on a network. Now, that doesn't mean you need to spend tens of thousands of dollars before you have anything interesting to share. You can learn a lot about Facebook ads platform with $5 per day campaigns, and you can do the same on Twitter with similar numbers. Keep a small but fair budget, and you'll have advice to share in no time. Step number two, you must give away the majority of your findings for free. While the goal here is, of course, to build a website that eventually makes money, you're not going to generate an income by selling any products or services without first building up a valuable brand and reputation as an expert in your field. The best way to do that is to give away most of your best information for free. I'm not one to toot my own horn very often, but many people have told me I could sell these private niche ideas for a lot of money and they'd still be worth it. Yet here I am Sunday night sitting alone writing or reading or talking these ideas for you uh, and they won't make me a single penny. My main focus is just to give listeners and readers that's you as much valuable as possible. While in my situation I can't really be seen as a quote-unquote expert niche finder, well it's not you know it's not the greatest title even if I could, you can be seen as an expert for your chosen industry. There is a great quote by Zig Ziglar which goes well with this message here. Zig Ziglar maybe, I should be. Uh, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. Help people learn the ropes of a network and give them advice you worked hard to discover for free. When you help enough people with your value, you start seeing that value being returned. Trust me, this motto has never, ever failed me. Step number three, you must have a design that says, I'm the person you're looking for. Anyone who has read Vibe Chill for a long period of time must have been expecting this one. Please have a design that makes people say, this is where I'm supposed to be when they land on your site. Now, I know there have been studies by various internet marketers saying ugly websites work or ugly websites get people to click on more ads and so on. I don't care. I am not wrong here. Ignore them. If you want to build a personal brand as a guru for a specific ad platform, please make sure elements of your design are relevant to the platform you're talking about. Now, I'm not talking about making your blog post mimic the exact style of Facebook newsfeed item. Uh, funnily, there are WordPress themes for this. But just having subtle hints around your site that make people know you care so much about the appearance of your site that you must care about your content as well. For example, if you're running a blog about Instagram, then maybe the design of your navigation bar takes cues from the logo that everyone associates Instagram with. Uh, now, I'm not saying you have to win design awards. I'm just saying you shouldn't have a run-of-the-mill theme that millions of other bloggers can download on a whim. Start with a basic framework that makes some, 
some tweaks, not teats, make some tweaks to suit the platform you're blogging about. And Espresso do a great job with this. So step number four, you must get content for every angle in the industry. One aspect I know a lot of bloggers like about what they do, myself included, is the opportunity to have your thoughts and words watched by thousands or even millions of people who are interested in the topic you talk about. I guess you could say it appeals to your ego and it's flattering to have people asking you for interviews or even blessing internet awards upon your blog. With such a narrow focus here, you aren't likely to have thousands of people coming to your site daily, having tens of thousands of subscribers or building up a six-figure following on Facebook. Instead, your aim should be for when people decide they're going to start advertising on a certain platform, whether that's LinkedIn, Twitter, or whatever you decide on, to have your name pop up first in their mind. And when they're spending hundreds or thousands of dollars per day and want to improve their results, your products, services, and coaching should be where they're spending money for further education. To get to that point, you must be constantly looking for sources of news and inspiration to cover that specific ad platform. That could be things like changes to the ad platform announced in their official blog, trends you've noticed from running ads, tips and tricks you've noticed from running ads, opinions of others on that network that you agree or disagree with, valuable content that other people are sharing about that platform, and so on and so on. Basically, you need to be seen as part of the pulse of news around that network. Follow John Luma on Twitter or Mari Smith on Facebook for a great example of this key recommendation in action. Number five, you should reach out to influencers to help them for free. With every niche angle I cover, I like to share at least one marketing approach. After all, a website will never make you a penny if you can't get people to visit it. While I do think there's a lot of lot in this idea inherently that will help the content market itself, uh, being one of the first to cover a network in such detail, it never hurts to have a lot of marketing options. What I would do once I figured out a specific platform is let influencers who may talk about me get some advice for free. I would probably just email it off to them directly with advice for their specific situation. Let's just say I'm focusing on Reddit. I would send over an email to people like Pat Flynn from Small Passive Income who is known for linking to great resources and telling him, for example, the entrepreneur subreddit has ad openings for the first time in two months and I think it would get him hundreds of extra, extra subscribers to his podcast for a small fee. I would include a few examples of previous ads as well so he doesn't have to think too much about the copy to use. Now, do remember this is just an example. I don't want Pat sending me angry emails because everyone's pitching him on Reddit ads. But hopefully the idea is clear. Let influential bloggers in any industry in on the valuable information you've discovered about specific networks and how they could help them personally. Don't ask for anything in return. Just do it. Trust me, if your advice is good, you'll get the value you've given back tenfold. Whether that's in a blog post mention or when someone emails them for advice on their platform and they recommend you, it will happen. So only once you've done all of those things I'm telling you about, do you reach $100,000 per month. If I woke up tomorrow with zero credibility and no websites to my name, this is the second thing I would do. I would start after a marketing agency, but we'll get to that in a few months. This is still gold on my path to make a lot of money online, at least $100,000 per month to be specific. If you have any doubts about this idea, then it's definitely not for you. If you have little interest in a specific niche idea, then don't attempt to make any headway in it. As I said at the start of this article, there are only around 100 spaces on the web available for people to be hugely successful with this, and that isn't a big number at all. I am aware that my confidence in being able to make money with this idea largely comes from being able to build a lot of successful websites in the past, but please don't get me wrong. 
I genuinely believe a beginner to making websites and making money online could do very well with this if they're willing to put the work in. Because honestly, that's all it needs. There are no Pinterest advertising experts out there. The platform has only been out for a few weeks and everyone is still figuring it out. I don't even have access to buy ads on that platform yet and I signed up to the waiting list more than a year ago. Instagram ads haven't even launched to the public yet, just select advertisers. So nobody has had the opportunity to become an expert there either. LinkedIn ads have been so expensive for most people that their first on their first campaign that they generally just give up on the platform and look elsewhere to spend their hard-earned money. While working smart can get better results than someone working hard, just putting in the hours here is enough to get you the position you want to be in. As far as monetization goes, I believe all of the best angles have been covered already uh, in this episode. Charge for coaching, membership sites, information products, or even hire a programmer to make custom software that advertisers on that platform would pay to use. Now, I will be honest in saying that it would be much easier to hit $100,000 in one month than it would be to hit $75,000 per month for a few months in a row. Why? Because a product launch is going to interest your whole audience, but it will take continual work to get new people paying money again and again for a once-off sale. I can see why John Luma has his monthly membership option. Subscriptions are the best way to stabilize a high monthly revenue. My own process would be something like this. Provide huge value in public blog posts, give away an exclusive freebie, so for example, 12 Instagram ad tricks you aren't using only for email subscribers, Provide email subscribers with exclusive content they won't find on the site and then launch an expensive training course at a minimum $497 price point. While you could launch something with a much lower price point, you're typically looking to attract people who are at a minimum spending $1,000 per month on a specific network. That isn't too much. It's only $30 a day. Who understand the value of your hard work in figuring out that platform. Those people are going to be more than willing to pay a percentage of their monthly ad spend for education which may lower it in the future. I do feel a little bit bad about sharing this idea knowing that it won't be useful or practical to implement for a large majority of people who receive my emails. That being said, I like to think I'm one of the few voices online who will give you specific niches and angles to cover that you won't hear about anywhere else. Sometimes it will be the case that what I say just has nothing to do with your own ventures. If that was the case today, I hope there's at least something you could take from this that was at least worth skimming through this podcast episode for and you're still willing to stay subscribed on iTunes or my email list at vipnicheideas.com. You can never please everyone, but I always try and share value in the only way that I know how. Thank you as always for listening. This last one thing I want to say this week, we just launched uh, a product related to the series, very cheap at the moment. Uh, that is at vipnicheideas.com forward slash vault forward slash rather vault v-a-u-l-t it's not it's not really a salesy sales page at all it's actually a very valuable article uh that i that i put on there you're going to learn some niche sources and niche angles and and tips like that there is a little pitch at the bottom uh, obviously you don't have to take that but if you're interested in learning more maybe you want to hear you know if you like what i'm putting out there in public maybe you want to hear uh the kind of things i'm putting out there in private and you can find them over on vipnicheideas.com forward slash vault. Thank you again for listening. It means more to me than you'll ever believe. And if you want to read this, want to see a text version of this article and any changes I made, uh, people ask me a lot of questions. So they ask me things like, what do you recommend? Blogging with a personal domain, not the product name. Do you think I can still work on that even though uh, I don't speak English very well? Lots of questions I had from people. I answered those all on the post vibetool.com forward slash private dash niche dash blogging 
And again, if you're interested in what I would like, I share totally in private behind a payment form, you can find that at VIP niche ideas forward slash dot com forward slash vault v v a u l t. Okay, this has been a long episode for me. Uh, my brain's kind of all over the place, so I'm just gonna stop it now. Thank you again for listening, and I hope to see you in the next show for Niche Idea number four. Thanks again.